This is the One Thing Podcast, where we teach you the surprisingly simple truth behind extraordinary results. My name's Jeff Woods. I'm the vice president here at the One Thing team. One of the most common things we hear from people who have read the book is, I love the book and I struggle to live it. It's so hard to find my one thing. It's so hard to do my one thing first. Well, today you are going to hear a really amazing story of a woman who, in spite of literally being laid up in the hospital after massive complications in a surgery, being under immense painkillers and pain, finds her one thing and does it and takes action. And I, when I was talking to her, she goes, people just need to stop making excuses and find their one thing. And I'm just like, oop, there's the title. That's this, that, there's the title. She did it. So folks, with that, let's get into this conversation with Tammy Verdusco. Eating healthy is an investment. It's an investment in yourself, but it also often requires an investment of your time. But good news is Factor has delicious ready-to-eat meals that are ever fresh and never frozen. They're chef-created, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. With Factor, you can choose from a weekly menu of up to 35 options, including popular things like Calorie Smart or Keto Direction or Protein Plus or Vegan and Veggie. Also discover 60 more add-ons every week like breakfast on the go, lunch, snacks, beverages to help you stay fueled, feel good all day. And we know our listeners here at The One Thing are focused on health and health goals. That's why we choose to partner with Factor. And if you visit factormeals.com slash 150 and use code 150, you can get 50% off your first month plus 20% off your next month. Again, that's factormeals.com slash ONE50 and use code ONE50 to get 50% off your first month plus 20% off your next month. You sent an email to Gary Keller, which made its way to me. And as I was reading this email, your story was just like, whoa, uh, we've got to record this episode and share it. So why don't you tell us where this all began in terms of you living your own thing? So it all started when I was supposed to go into the hospital for a routine laparoscopic hysterectomy Um, in and out the same day was supposed to be the ideal situation. Uh, Everything in the surgery went fine. The problem started when they went to wake me up. They didn't know that it was an allergic reaction that I had to the new medicine that they had given me that wakes you up, and I flatlined for six minutes. Uh, So when I woke up, I was in the ICU. I had 42 staples going down my stomach, and was staring at my family, panicked. So my surgeon walks in, and she's crying and apologizing and explaining to me why they cut me open was because when I flatlined, my whole body went stiff, and they thought that I was bleeding out, so she cut me open to make sure everything in there was intact. Um, She had the vascular specialist, come in and two other specialists come in and they were all in my business and he was having her cut me up higher so he could see why they couldn't, why I could breathe. They couldn't ventilate me. Mm. So 
I look at the records. I have a printout of everything, and they actually was three full minutes before they could ventilate me, which is pretty scary in the fact that, you know, I was technically dead for six minutes. And three minutes with no oxygen going to your brain. Exactly. Yet I have no memory loss. I have no brain damage. I have none of that. And I credit that 100% to God. Mm. Uh, him letting me come back, I credit 100% of that to him. But here's here's where the battle starts. You would think that that would be enough of a battle, enough. But I'm sitting in the hospital room, and I can hardly I can hardly move. I'm in ICU for two and a half days, and they finally put me in, in a regular room. And, of course, I want out of there. I want my life back. I, I feel like my life has been taken from me. And I, and I want to go home and be with my family. So I'm lying in bed, and out of nowhere, I and I'm in and out of, of you know, the medication and stuff. I hear Gary Keller in my head say, just pick one thing. And I'm thinking to myself, well, I can't even really do one thing, you know. And just pick one thing. And I said, okay, what is going to get me stronger walking? What is going to get me better walking? What is going to get me out of this place and get my life back walking? So I got up, got all my gear with me. They even gave me a walker. Once around the nurse's station, turned into two times, twice a day. I'd sneak in a third one in the middle of lunch. The nurses would high-five me when I would walk by, and I would say, it's my one thing. It's my one thing. And so they would come in and they'd say, are you ready for your one thing? Yep. Let's get me walking. I'm ready for my one thing. So I went in the hospital on Wednesday. And the next Sunday, it only been five days, I was home. And three days after that, on a Wednesday, so one week from my surgery, I had to have my husband drive me. Of course, my 10-year-old son didn't want to leave my side. And he drove me to show my clients two houses. And I sat in one of the houses and wrote an offer and got it accepted that night. Now, the whole time I was even in ICU, they let me have my laptop. Can you believe that? (laughs) And I'm calling my clients. And I'm talking to my clients because I'm trying to get as normal as I can. And, and I've got it. I've got deals through the pipeline that that I've babied, and and I treat my clients like royalty. So I didn't want any of them to freak out and realize, oh, she's not home. She's not up and ready. So I let them all know what was going on. So Tammy, I, I want to pull back to a forty thousand foot level because I'm curious. You're talking about getting up and walking around and being home within a week, was that expected or was that an accelerated pace? No, that was at an accelerated pace. (laughs) Were they, were they surprised that you wanted to get up and move around so fast? Yes. Yes. Cause I, I couldn't, I couldn't even sit up by myself because you know, they, they'd split me, gutted me like a fish basically just sliced me up. And so with all the staples on there, you can't move, you can't twist, you can't do anything. And they want you up and walking and they want you up and moving, but they kept telling me, wait a couple of days, wait a couple of days. Well, I'm stubborn. And I said, no. 
<laughs> Gary, Gary Keller's in my head. Right. I'm like, no, I can't. He told me to pick one thing and I picked it. Now I can't just pick it and be like, okay, I picked it. Now I'm not going to do nothing about it. I mean, that's not the whole, the whole point of the book is you pick it and then act on it. <laughs> you don't just pick it and then just say, okay, I picked something, you know, and I'm like, I, I got to do something, you know? So what was really funny is we always tease about drinking the Keller Williams Kool-Aid, right? And other agents at other places will say, you know, you must be a Keller Williams agent. You're drinking the Kool-Aid. Said yes, I'm full of Kool Aid. Well, apparently, when I was in ICU and kind of in and out of consciousness, they came in to take a blood sample, and one of the ER nurses said, "You were talking something about they were just going to pull out Kool Aid." So, <laughs> what was that all about? <laughs> and that is I said, so funny. "I don't know. I don't remember saying it." But I explained to her what the Kool Aid reference was, and I said, "You know, I feel a strong connection." to my Keller Williams family, you know, the, the one thing that got me to, to be at Keller Williams was when I walked through the door and I saw on the wall, it said, God, your family, and then your business. Mm. And then I found out what Gary was all about. And I'm a Christian and it means the world to me that my Keller Williams family, and I'm going to try not to cry. My Keller Williams family will pray with me. You know, I'm curious, Tammy, you were introduced to the idea of the book before the surgery. So when was that? Patrick Woods had given me the book years ago. And when well, I years, it had been like a year, maybe a year and a half. And I had read it and I didn't really act on it. I just thought, well, this is really good. I really love this information. And once I was in the hospital and I realized, you know, this isn't just about real estate. This, it, this is about your life. And when I emailed Gary and he emailed me back and said that he had wrote this book for him and his son, that may have been his thought, but God had a bigger plan because I now realize this book has touched so many people and has done such wonderful things and helped me in the hospital and helped me get motivation and helped me get focus and clarity on something as simple as walking, that this book was meant for all of us. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you this. Since post-op and now you've made a great recovery, how have you continued to live the book? Well, I am still trying to pick one thing in the morning to focus <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, it, it sounds easy and simple. And sometimes you just get so much clutter in your head that it's, it's hard to sit and focus on something. Mm-hmm. But my recovery, getting stronger and better and walking was still my one thing because I can't be a good agent if I'm not strong enough. I can't be a mom or wife or friend if I'm not strong enough. So Keller Williams gives me the tools to be a fantastic agent. I, I can't say that I love Keller Williams enough, but if I'm not strong enough to do any of the stuff that I learn or, or, or read, it's not going to do anything.
Well, let's let's turn the tables. Let's. I, I didn't expect it going this way, but I'm, what I'm hearing you say, Tammy, is that clearly you understand the power of the book, and you also recognize the fact that it's really hard to live it sometimes. So why don't we turn the tables and I'm, I'm happy to give you guidance wherever you need. So what questions do you have? Well, I do want to, I do want to say one thing. When I was in getting stronger and, and everything and my surgeon would come in and talk to me, she's a wonderful lady. She kept telling me, she says, what is the one thing? So I was explaining to her about the domino effect, which is my favorite part of the book because it's so simple that all I have to focus on is a two-inch domino and I can touch the moon. Are you hmm. kidding me? It's, it's insane. So I'm telling her all about this. And every time that I would go in and I would see her, we would talk about it. So my last visit with her, I actually got her a book. I wrote on the inside of it. And I got her cute little bookmark and everything and told her that I hoped that she would always be doing what she's doing because she's a wonderful surgeon and a fantastic doctor. But this might help her to make her life a little easier. She hugged the book and was crying and was so in love with this book and wanting to read this book. And she's a surgeon. She's not an agent. She's... And she wrote me a week ago and said that she was halfway through the book and that she was learning so much and that she was tightening up her life. And she says, I'm not going to start focusing on a basket full of stuff. It's just going to be one thing at a time. Mm, Powerful. And I thought, yeah. And I thought, okay, so a friend of mine had asked me about it. I have since probably purchased four or five of these books and given them out because it's made such an impact to me just and 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 all I've talked about so far was the domino effect yeah well and for 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 people who are listening to this I'm going to I'm going to turn the tables on you every single day you wake up recognizing that there's a lot of things that you can do a lot of things that are on your to-do list it seems like it's never ending right are you clear on the one thing that you can do? That one thing that if you just did that every single day over time would unleash hockey stick growth in your life. And if you knew that just doing a small activity every day, as Tammy put it, could help you reach from the earth to the moon, what would you do to protect that time? What would you do to make sure that the distractions that are bound to come into your life are just eliminated. This is what it looks like to live the one thing. It just, it requires that you get clarity. It requires that you have time to really think. Like Tammy's laying in the hospital bed and hearing Gary in her head and she's going, you know, what's the one thing I can do? And she's like, I can walk, even though it's hard, even though the doctors are saying no, I can do that one thing. Well, so many times, and, and this happened before that clarity came, was you sit there and you say, okay, these are the things I can't do. And you start listing all the things you can't do. And, and then you start feeling bad. But if you focus on the one thing that you can do, 
And it's just one. So be awesome at it. Then you you get that power that I'm not worthless. Because I don't care how big or how small you are. We all feel worthless. We all feel like we're not adequate enough. And we are. We're a beautiful creation that God made for us to be wonderful. You just have to focus on one thing. Tammy, for the person who's listening to this right now, and they're going, okay, I get it. I think I can do this. Where do they start? I would say if they're religious, to pray. To pray for an open mind. I would say the next thing would be to get the book if they don't have the book and to read the book. And if they don't understand anything on that, then their one thing should be to understand as much as they can. Mm-hmm. I remember when I heard Jay said, if you don't know what your one thing is, then your one thing is to discover your one thing, <laughs> which is really right. simple. Right. Yet, for whatever reason in society, people, when we ask a question, we expect to know the answer immediately. And when we ask a bigger question, those bigger answers don't come immediately. Like, what is my one thing? Uh, I don't know. Okay, I'm going to get distracted. I'm going to check email. I'm just not going to figure it out. It's like, uh, 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 uh. Then your one thing is to find your one thing. It's hard to look inside of ourselves. It's hard to get deep in there and pull stuff out we don't want to see. It's hard to get the clarity sometimes with all the stuff that's going on in the world. But life is so much easier if you only focus on one thing instead of 20. And and your one thing changes. That's right. And that's what I was going to say is the, the key there is it's not that you only focus on one thing. And that's the only thing that you focus on for the entire day. It's one thing at a time. Success is sequential, not simultaneous. It's about having clarity on the thing that is most important, doing that first before you earn the right to do the next most important thing, before you earn the right to do the next most important thing. Right. And I also want to add, when you pick your one thing and you find your one thing, you got to do it. (laughs) You can't just pick it and write it on a piece of paper and say, okay, I, I picked it. And then it's done. You actually have to do it. Well, hold on, hold on, Tammy. This is this is confusing me because I always thought that you could listen to a podcast and just because it in, went in one year, all of a sudden extraordinary results would show up in your life. Oh, no! <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> you mean you mean I can't just press pause on this and all of a sudden my life has changed? No, because I'll tell you what I picked walking, and that's the last thing I really wanted to do. Because it hurt. Mm -hmm. It hurt to move. It hurt to do anything. And there was days that, or I I would say hours, when it was time for me to do it again. And I was just like, oh, okay, I'll just, I'll walk three laps at dinner time. I won't take my my middle in the lunchtime. And I thought to myself, no, I'm giving up on me. That's the only person you're really going to give up on, is if you pick the one thing and you don't stick to it, or if you don't find some kind of clarity on on what you want to do, you're only giving up on yourself. And then it affects your family and everyone else around you, because you wind up going down instead of up. And that doesn't necessarily mean successful. You, you need to be happy within 
and that's going to radiate. Every one of us has seen that one person that no matter where you see them or what's going on in their life, they got a smile on their face, they're upbeat, they're happy, they got this glow about them. And you think, man, if I could just have just a little bit of that energy. Well, they found their one thing. They found their peace within that they could wake up with a smile on their face and not be stressed out. That's all it is. It's not a big secret. We just make more out of it than we should. That's powerful. Well, Tammy, thank you so much for sharing your story with everybody. Thank you for living the book. What can we do to support you right now? I don't know. I feel so loved at Kelly Williams. Yeah, I think it's the greatest place in the world. I, I would like to send a shout out to Gary for thank you for making this kind of lifestyle available for us. And, and all your hard work that you did, you know, it's, it's not just dollars and cents and you knew that. You knew it was about people. And us little people appreciate that. And you make us little people big people. And I also want to thank God for letting me come back. And, and he brought me here. I did a lot of praying before I came to Kelly. And I don't think that I would be the person that I am right now. If, if I wasn't here, because this is where he wanted me to be. So all the credit is, is, is to him. I also want to thank you for listening to me and letting me share my troubles and my triumphs. It just goes to show that this is the, the best place that I could possibly be. And I have the best tools available. Well, thank you very much, Tammy. We appreciate you. Thank you. Well, there you have it. Our conversation with Tammy Verdusco. What really stands out to me in this is that, um, and she and I were talking about this after the episode, she's like, there, there really is no excuse. You have to find your one thing. And I, I love what she said at the end. And if you don't, you're the only person you're really letting down is yourself. And why would you do that? Folks, What will it take for you to get so committed to finding your one thing that you will not allow anything to get in your way? What will it take for you to get so committed that it is an absolute, you must find your one thing? And no matter what, no matter what comes your way, you will remain committed until you have that clarity. This is the mindset of extraordinary results. Every single one of us, we have things that are going well in our life and we have things that, let's just say, are opportunities for improvement. That's the optimist in me talking. We've all got baggage. We've all got problems. And we all have the same opportunity to create an extraordinary life. Question is, will you hold yourself accountable to making that your standard? Not a life of mediocrity, not a life of good. An extraordinary life. This is all possible for you. If this episode has helped you, please share it with somebody. Somebody who needs to hear this. She originally didn't even know there was a podcast. You have the opportunity to share this with somebody who may not realize it even exists. And if this episode specifically has helped you, we would really appreciate if you would leave us a review on your podcast player of a choice and specifically references. Say, hey, I listened to episode 109 with Tammy and whatever the biggest takeaway that you got was. We love to see your thoughts. They come right to us and it helps others. Uh, it's, it's, it's your word of mouth. 
that helps them and encourages them to listen to the show as well. If there's anything we can do to support you, email me, jeff at the one thing.com. And that's with the number one, the number one thing.com. We look forward to supporting you further. Thanks so much for listening to the show. We really appreciate you and we'll see you in the next episode.